Hello, it's episode of 114 of the Evil G Podcast. My name is Colin. That's Stu. We're all excited because it's fucking all in week. Yes, this time next, like, like just like this time next week when we're podcasting, it'll have all, well, I suppose I should probably warn, we should give the folks a warning now. If there is no podcast next week, don't panic. It's just we have no voices to record anything. That, so, that's a real possibility. That is a, an extreme possibility. Like, do you think about it? This this show is going to be what five six hours long. Yeah. You're going to be screaming for six hours. Like, <laughs> start starts so, at five anyway. Uh, the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. The pre-show. Is it true they do like pre-dark? Like, there's dark matches and all before that. Just I, like there might be. I don't. That's know. what I hear. Before the pre-show, they'll do like. Because that's where I'm thinking, because I've heard, uh, well, I say I've heard, I know uh, the likes of Ryan Nemeth and uh, Peter Avalon have been tweeting that they're coming to London and all. I don't know if they're just doing fan fests or will they have like wee dark matches before the show, which would be awesome. Well, I think they've only announced one actual match for the pre-show. That's true, actually. Yeah, uh, it's... Which is Adam Adam Cole, MJF versus Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor titles. Hmm. Hmm. So I know, well, I know, I know that they've said that they're going to be there. So there might be, I've, I don't know. I, I think they do things like that beforehand. There's we sort of, what do they call a warm up, sort of get that, get that crowd going type match thing. Yeah. But, you know, we'll be in there from the moment the doors open. Oh, aye. I'm not fucking waiting around. So as soon as they let us in, I'll, I'll be in. Yep. Get seated. Tickets arrived this week in a ring. Oh, Jesus. It's it's actually all happening. I know, man. It's gonna be nuts. It's that's gonna be the wildest wrestling. It's actually gonna be like a, the first proper big mad wrestling show I've ever been to. Because I've looked, at, I've been to Impact TV recordings, TV tapings. I was there, but you know, Impact they're quite small. They they're... especially two thousand sixteen. They're coming to the UK in October. They are indeed. They're doing Glasgow, Manchester, and I can't remember the third city, but it was, I think it was it was Manchester. I seen them in last time. They mm. do see when they hit the UK. They do. I'll give them that. They go all fucking out. No, no pun intended. Um, we seen the, a monsters ball match and everything, so that was good fun. And Abyss was there and everything, so we seen the best of the best monsters ball. Everyone's just wrestling, starved over here, and go nuts. So, yep. so, what uh, I think it was Eric Bischoff that said is like the uh, the the main sort of draw of this show isn't any of the wrestlers, it's us, <laughs> it's the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's what everyone wants to see. This gigantic crowd, and they're they're saying they're over eighty thousand tickets now sold. Yeah, they're up to eighty. 86,000 or something, I think. There's like 4,000 left or something. Uh, and yeah. uh, it would be mad if it actually sells out because I didn't expect it. I wonder, like, even if they have a few thousand tickets left, will they be like, who wants free tickets? Mm. <laughs> and just be handing some out, maybe. Uh, but more wrestling later. Uh, mm. I guess we should talk about games first. Guess what I've been playing? <laughs> I, was going, I was actually going to say, have you been playing anything new, Colin? <laughs> no. Nothing. <laughs> well, actually, there was one game we both played. 
Oh yeah, I suppose we could quickly talk about the MK1 beta. Yeah. We we played that around your yes. house. That's Just... right. Yes, forgot about that. Jesus. <laughs> if we actually both played that, we can give our quick thoughts on it. Uh <laughs> Well, I didn't even get to chat to you on the day we were playing it, because obviously it was such a mad busy day. What was your thoughts on it? I d was really enjoying it. Um, Who did you try? I was Liu Kang. I think they've done some job with him. Yeah, he's uh, seems pretty fun, fun to use. Uh, didn't have a clue what I was doing, like, but never let that stop you. No, never. Um, I enjoy yeah. the new cameo system. Yeah, it's it's good and snappy. The the cameo stuff. Um, it took a bit of getting used to, of like, because I don't know when is the right time to do it, and kept having like I picked Jackson, he kept hitting me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He kept doing his ground pound. He wasn't doing damage to you, but he was knocking <laughs> you on your arse. <laughs> Just being an asshole. Yep. Um. Yep. But yeah, it, it looks great. Oh, it's graphically it looks unreal. That, like, all the effects look fantastic. You can tell that this is the first one where they went, right, we're leaving the old consoles behind. It's time to push this for the, the current technology. Mm. And yet uh, somehow it's on the Switch. <laughs> magic. I'm guessing it's going to be streamed. You think so? A fighting game? Uh, I see that. That's the mad thing. I'm, I'm not having a fucking bash at Nintendo here, but I don't think your hardcore fighting means. game community are gonna be on Nintendo. But what about the Smash Brothers fans, too? Uh, yeah, I get that. I get that. The I don't think Smash Brothers fans are gonna be interested in Mortal Kombat One. I uh, see. That was your opportunity to go Smash Brothers, not fucking fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't be that uh I wouldn't just take that that low hanging fruit <laughs> too, too classy for that. But um <laughs> but uh no I, I honestly think there's no way a game that looks that good is gonna run on a switch. Like I'm pretty sure that's what they did with the the, the Resi remakes and Village. They stream, don't they? They don't actually play on the you don't actually download um... them to the thing. I'm not a hundred percent, but uh, I, I know that's imagine that's three worked. I, I, I imagine that's the only way you would get those going. Yeah, because um, I remember trying to play Hitman Three on the Switch, and it was shocking. Mm. It was it was like playing a laggy game, but you weren't even online. It made no sense to my brain. Yeah, so that'll work great with a fighting game. Yeah, yeah, but uh, on the PlayStation Five, obviously, as we were playing it, it looked spectacular plays brilliantly and i decided uh the next day i was like right i need to see how this really looks when people who know what they're doing play it so i did i went online not expecting to do any good i just wanted to see how other people were doing it and fuck me see when people know how to use those cam cameos and the air combos mm. it was incredible looking i was just in awe at some of the combos people were doing they were just battering me across the screen it was class looking so That'll be something to try and get the head around. And as far as I can tell, the way they were using the cameos was like they knew they were going to do like a pop-up move or something, you know, so yeah. sort of bounce into the air, and then they would have the guy do like a, a the cameo would jump in, do an air move, keep me in the air, so they were able to like then sprint forward, like you know, dash forward quickly, have 
when I was landing and just keep the combo going. It was class looking. I see. Mm. So you'd obviously need to work with your different cameos and, you know, who has the moves that you want and things like that. My brain won't do that, though. My brain will go, I like this character, he's my cameo, and I'll work out how to do it. Yeah, probably. Yep. Uh, I know Goro's a cameo, so Goro will probably be mine, or <laughs> if Zhao Kahn's there, he'll be my cameo or something, so, you know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I just didn't know what I was doing with them. No. Looks it looks fantastic though. Uh, we've seen we've seen a couple of fatalities. Uh, seen a couple of very funny. The, the the time you obviously Jax was just causing you a pain in the arse to be honest. But you went to do a fatality and Jax just jumped in and just clocked the boy in the side of the head instead. And he just flew thirty foot across the screen. It was even funnier than a fatality. So we things like that could be a good laugh as well. Um. Have you ever heard of a fighting game, uh, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax? Is that? No. I've heard of this DNF. It's not that then. No. No. I'm not sure what that stands for. Well, that's a fighting game with a partner system. Um, It's pretty. All right. Okay. I think it's pretty similar to this. Um, Hmm. Like, it had a bunch of characters that aren't playable, but you pick them as support. And you push buttons mm. and they come in. And I guess if you know what you're doing, you work them into combos. Yeah. Because I remember, uh, do you remember Marvel vs. Capcom 2? You had a shit ton of characters on it. But some yeah. of them were literally pointless. They were literally just to be picked as support. But if your two other characters went down, you were in shit street then. Oh, you could still play as them, but they were shit. Yeah, because the, the one I'll always remember is Blackheart. Isn't that a Ghost Rider bad guy? I think you he, might be right, though. He literally had two moves. That was it. He had two attacks. <laughs> See, and they uh, were pointless, but they could use them, you know, to, to do, like, an assist thing. But the point is, if your two other characters went down, you were then stuck with Blackheart going, oh, fuck. Yeah, you hear people, like, comparing this to the Marvel stuff, but the way I see... um like the fighting games, there's there's a couple of different types. There's your basic Street Fighter one on one, and then there's your tag battle, which is your yeah your Marvel or your um, King of Fighters, where you're picking mm-hmm. a roster of fighters and they all fight and you control mm-hmm. them all. And then there's the the support ones, which is like yeah like Mortal Kombat one. You choose your fighter mm-hmm. and then you choose the support. Um. So yeah, it's a completely yeah. different different type. Yeah, yeah, that's it's definitely not like the Marvel. I mean, you're not tagging this person in and then taking control of them. You're, you know, calling them in to do a move, and while you're doing that, your character stops moving. So it's not like you can like keep wailing on them while your character is also wailing on them. Your character will stop dead while they do their attack, and then you will continue on. So you you have to really figure out what moves go best into what cameo attacks. Then, which was pretty cool, they give them cameo finishers as well. Mm. I thought that was a cool idea as well. Yeah, it's a good way to, they, to include all the nostalgia shit, but also... Yeah. And they link into your x-ray attacks as well, which is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, I, I, The x-ray attacks have got apps. Like, like, they were ridiculous, but it's like, these are more violent than the, than the, the, <laughs> the fatalities. Some of them are, some of them are absolutely <laughs> brutal. 
I love that though, you'll, you'll completely obliterate someone's skull and then they just jump up and keep fighting and you're like, I love Mortal Kombat. I love it. Just yep. mad shit like this. Mortal Kombat magic. Yep, it's the best. But yeah, looking forward to that coming out in the 19th of September. Um, obviously, we were able to play it because I have pre-ordered, so yeah, that's going to be some some fun. Um, I don't know what the full roster will be, uh, but I know a lot of people that I'm interested in trying are in their roster, so I am sold. Obviously, we did not, very oddly, we did not get Scorpion in the beta, but I think that was intentional. <laughs> you have to hold something back. You do, you do. You have to hold the, the poster child back. Um, but yeah, looking forward to trying Reptile, looking forward to trying, obviously I want to get my hands more on Liu Kang because he was a lot of fun. Um, Johnny Cage, uh, like I said, just can't wait to try some of the and I don't think there's been nobody brand new announced yet. Um, no, nobody. no, I don't believe so. But I think because this is like a technically this is a, a reboot, they're going to give us some people that we haven't seen in a long time, which is why we're seeing people like Ashra, Lee May, and Havoc. So instead of giving us new people, they'll go, do you remember these people that nobody really liked? We're going to fix that. I think so, like, uh, like playing Liu Kang. Luke doesn't really play like Liu Kang from past games. No, he doesn't. He's obviously super fucking fire god man now, so he has changed up his moveset and repertoire. Mm. So, like, like, it's Liu Kang, but it's basically a new character as well. Yeah, it really is. Lee May, I tried just before the beta ended, I gave Lee May a go. Um, she was a lot of fun to play as well. She's almost like a, a female classic Liu Kang, um, mm. but some of her special attacks are blast looking. So, like I said, there's just so many people you're, you're going to be wanting to muck around with. And then, of course, then you'll be mucking around with your support and your cameos, who does what into what with said character. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, what'd you do this week on Boulder's Gate? <laughs> I think I'm, uh, well, I've got to the end of Act 2. Uh, so I think it's one more to go. Uh, sixty-six, I believe. Wow. Uh, in, in the current, uh, it might be more than that now. Uh, because I'm sort of between Act Two and Three. I've, right, so I'm outside of the city of Baldur's Gate now. Ooh. So uh, it's all it's all coming to a head. Um, th- there's nothing I can really say that won't spoil stuff. <laughs> Right, I, I'm I'm noticing a lot of uh, a lot of the achievements that are popping up um, are very rare, like under ten percent. So, oh, right. it, and it's sort of stuff was like well, you couldn't really avoid getting this achievement because you know it's mm. part of the main path of the game. Um, so yeah, you can sort of see is there a huge drop off. Uh, I will say one thing, um, the deeper you get into the game, you know way everyone was really, like, especially IGN, and mm. they're completely irresponsible fucking shit that, that they were writing on their site about this being, oh, it's the new standard and it's perfect and there's, oh, there's yeah. no bugs, this is how you do it. Uh, I would just mm. like to say, there are fucking bugs. There are bugs. Yeah. There are very annoying bugs. Um you just ain't played this game enough. No. Uh, but like it's, there, there's numerous times where I've, I've had to reload because shit just 
didn't happen. Um, yeah. Which is something that I usually expect from these types of games. Anyway, there's that many moving parts um, mm. going on. And especially from how you've described this game, there there is that much to do and happen. And, you know, one one wrong thing said can have a catastrophic effect on the entire game. Of course there's going to be bugs. So... The the more complex and the, as you've just said, the more moving parts in a game, it's not it's not to the point where it's unplayable. But you might see the odd sort of bit where you go, ah, I'll have to load up again there. But because there's that much happening, it wouldn't bother you. It'd be different if you're playing a very basic game and there was tons of bugs and breaking all the time. Then you would just turn it off and probably never bother again. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a, I just feel feel like I have to say that because of, like. For some reason with this game, uh, that stuff's not getting talked about as much as it would with, say, some other games. Um, mm. But yeah. it, it's uh, my opinion of it hasn't changed. Um, like, yeah. Larian is kind of like the Bioware from 20 years ago with what, they've done, with what they've done here. Um they basically just lit that torch uh, and yeah the bioware games are buggy as fuck as well but you didn't care mm. um yeah hopefully hmm actually i wonder will i get it finished before starfield which is on the sixth starfield's game pass so even if you haven't got it finished you know you could you know have starfield preloaded give it a go See that it's Bethesda in space, and then go back to Baldur's Gate. <clears throat> I kind of don't want to, though. I kind of want to get this, just uh, just get this finished. Mm -hmm. I just enjoy it that much. I don't want to. When you like... finish it, do you think you'll start again, or so, leave it for a while? Um, well, I'm still playing like uh the the multiplayer. Or oh yeah, that's its know, own separate campaign. That's right. We're going through a separate campaign there, um, and. There's a thing I want to try that I didn't realize was in there. There's there's like a, a pre-made sort of card. I think we were telling you about this. It would be well suited mm -hmm. to you. The, the, the Dark Urge. Mm -hmm. And it sounds yeah, like fun. Okay, like really fucked up, but fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where you just play, your, your card is just a serial killer. Um, and just an absolute maniac. But, Yeah. I'll say as well the uh the, the, the DM in this game is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> if they were a real life DM, you would slap them with the face. <laughs> so anyway, like my character is a bard and is the squishiest on my party. They always target me first. Oh fuck. Which is a dick move. It is a dick move. Yeah. Oh, it's a tactics thing and you're like, ah, piss off. You're just trying to piss uh, me off. That's, that's not what a DMs uh, should be trying to do. They shouldn't be like thinking it's them versus the party. It's like, no, you're running the game. You're supposed to be making sure everyone's having a good time. Mm. Um, not like having everyone target the fucking bard mm. and take them out in one round. Like that's that's not fair. Mm. Um, so, uh, have you played anything besides? MK well, well, I cracked. Oh, you so did, didn't you? I did <laughs> crack. Yes. Um, I have. It's my kill. It's my Achilles heel, man. I've I've learned that I am just 
oddly addicted to asymmetric horror games. And like we were making fun of this a week ago, and I'm gonna tell you it's class. So I bought Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um I got it on the cheap, if I'm honest, though. I'm not too tore up about it. Although I found it something very weird. I was planning to get it for the Steam Deck, right? Right. It physically cannot be played on the Steam Deck because of its anti-cheat software. Ugh. So, the weird thing is, the beta, because everyone was all, wait a minute, I played this beta on the, or, you know, the server test on my Steam Deck. I've bought this game, and now I can't play it. And, like... Gun or whoever it is. No, Gun to the... See, I... There was another thing I'll talk about in a moment. But Dave basically turns and says, uh, we'll have to look into this and fix it. And I was like, I am so glad I looked this up before I bought this because I was just going to buy it. And I was all, maybe I should see how it runs, make sure it runs pretty well. And there's just instant, I bought this and can't play it. Um, mm. So, yeah, it it's not... It's, it's not that it's not even supported. It's unplayable on your Steam Deck at the moment. So I ended up getting it in the PlayStation. But obviously, Gun are the guys behind Friday the Thirteenth. However, yeah, I found out they're just a publisher. I thought they were the developer as well. Right. No, they're literally just a publisher. So this is not the same team that made Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, just, just the guys they, that put it out. Just, just, just the, the the thing. So the guys that made Friday the Thirteenth went on to make the Predator game. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we knew that. Yeah. I thought this was the same people then. No. Believe it or not, this is the guys who made Sonic Racing. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, there's no similarities in these two games, by the way. But um, I picked it up. Like I say, I, if, I think if it had been another IP, I wouldn't have given two shits. But I'm a huge fan of Texas Chainsaw, especially that original film. It's still one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I think it's one of the greatest films ever made. It's just a mad way to direct a film and all. Oh, this um, is Sumo Digital. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, that's they're famous. For, they're more known for doing Sega games back in the 2000s. They're, I'm pretty sure they're in English. Are they English? Um, uh, they do have, uh, yeah, Sheffield. Um, yeah. They used to be in programs. Yeah. It's like I said, that, that I I know them from Sonic Racing. Um, that's what I was seeing the logo. I was like, oh shit, this isn't the Friday the 13th, guys. So straight off the bat, I'm, a lot of reviews were saying, this game's buggy as hell. Oh, you're waiting fucking 10 minutes to get into a match. I don't know what servers they were playing on or what, but I literally wait five seconds and you're in a match. And the best thing about this, and I swear to God, I don't know why more of the asymmetric games don't do this, there is a quick play button, mm-hmm. which basically says, right, you're in, a, you're in a queue, and you will get assigned randomly if you're goody or baddie, just to fill the server. And you're like, yeah, that's what all these... Because you know like most people are like, oh, I want to play this particular side only, and that's that. And then you'll get people go, I don't give a fuck what I play as long as I get into a match quickly. That's the option they should have. But some, well, as far as I can tell, this is the only one of these that has this so far. Yeah. But uh, unlike the usual, you know, 4v1 or 7v1 or whatever, this is 4v3. And that actually, playing as a 
victim they're called in this. Um, that actually makes it a wee bit more sort of oh shit. Because if you get spotted, you are in shit street. Because, you know, you'll you'll be chased by Leatherface and his stamina is the highest stamina out of all the fucking baddies. So he will just chase you and chase you. So you have to try and lose him. But the problem is, if he's in a fucking chat party with his buddies, he's telling you where you're running or he's telling his mates where you're going and you're just going to get cut off by the hitchhiker and get stabbed so, in the face. If you're the other face, you shouldn't be allowed to talk. Come on, though. Well, yeah. I, I obviously don't <laughs> chat with people, but yeah, I know what you mean. I agree. I totally agree. Um, so the thing about it is as well, so like for survivors, you start off in the basement of one of three maps. All three maps start off with like this sort of basement layout. You have to escape that. Then you have a choice of how you want to escape. You have different ways of getting out. The Leatherface will always start in the basement with you. Um, and then the other two family members will be up on the sort of upper level and they will spend the early game setting up booby traps and setting up defences. Uh, and if they don't do this, people will have an easy escape, as I found out last night because I was Leatherface chasing guys. I killed two guys in the basement before they got away. Two guys got out and I was like, right. Because some of them will try and sneak back down because there is an escape in the basement level. There's only one exit in the basement level. And I've done it myself where I went, oh, I'll pretend I'm going to escape. I'll run around, hide for a bit, and then I'll sneak back down and try and get out the basement way. You know, it's a tactic. Mm. Um, so I was like, I'll hang out down here just in case, because there's two of them up there and there's only two survivors. They should get rid of them. Within 10 seconds, they both escaped because they didn't set up a single goddamn defense. They were just running around in circles like two fucking agents. So that's the only <laughs> downside as well, because it is a team-based game for both sides. If your teammates are two dummies, the other team's going to have an easy day. Yeah. But the only the thing I enjoy about playing is the good guy. Unlike Evil Dead, where you really do have to work as a team, in this, you can be a selfish bastard. And every time I've escaped, I've been a selfish bastard. <laughs> so, like... I'll make a lot of noise. Like, if I'm being chased, I'll run and hide, and then I'll find another survivor, and then I'll make noise around them, and then I'll sneak off, Here's and then the... fucking they'll... <laughs> yep. No, continue. No, no, and then they'll sneak off. Or my favorite one that I did yesterday, I sat at an exit, and I waited for one of the other boys to do all the objectives, and then I legged it and locked the gate behind me. Mm. So I couldn't be followed. So, so I was like, yep. You done all that work, and I'm the one getting away. <laughs> <laughs> so I will point out this uh, thing about these types of films. Mm -hmm. There's only one survivor. Yes. There should only be one survivor. Yes. <laughs> if we're if we're being accurate now, it's it's called yeah, the and the final girl for a reason. True. Um, and if we think about it, there is always the asshole character as well who just thinks wants to get away from himself. He does always get his come up on so yeah. So that's this is sort of not in a, not accurate. You should be getting killed. I should be getting killed, but I'm <laughs> so good at being an asshole that you know I'm taking the final girl spot. <laughs> Superior asshole, final asshole. <laughs> Superior asshole. As you would expect, uh, each survivor has their own perks and abilities. Um, they had in the beta, there was a guy who could shoulder charge her. He could do a shoulder charge and he would knock the family member over. Since release, they've updated it. He can knock over everyone except Leatherface. 
Makes sense. So it does make sense. You know, he's a fucking bruiser. Like, so he will charge into Leatherface, and Leatherface will just get all pissed off. So you know, he'll do like a wee temper tantrum. So that's kind of his way of. But his temper, you can get perks to shorten his temper tantrum and things like that. So of course, everyone has their own skill trees. Their their own unique abilities have its own skill tree and all that there. Um, there's no real tutorial. I kind of just figured it out as I was playing, which is kind of the way I always do those type of things anyway. Um, but stealth is a big thing in it. Like this, this isn't like you know a Dead by Daylight boys could be running around in circles like mad. You, if you get spotted, you are in trouble. Mm. But you really, really, I be, I do spend the whole game being stealthy as fuck. But it just takes one mistake. And that's it. Unless someone's already being chased, you're okay. And the the only other thing I'll I'll add quickly is um, Grandpa can be a bastard. So <laughs> we well, I say a bastard. He can also be your saving grace if you're on the other team. We had a game last night where these I don't know. There must have been kids thinking they were hilarious, but they were thinking they were holding the game hostage and they were going to hide and never actually try and escape. Uh, but what you can do if you feed grandpa, there's like blood buckets throughout the place that are refilling all the time. If you get grandpa up to maximum level, that's it. Your your the victims are on the screen all the time. They can't. Oh, they physically right. can't hide. I thought so, grandpa was gonna go with like super saiyan or something and just beat the shit out of everyone. That would be <laughs> fucking cool too. Um, but uh, he um. He's, he he sits in this chair. You feed him blood. This he will occasionally let out a roar. When he roars, you have to stand still, or you show up on the uh, bad guy's screen. Uh, but like I say, when you get him to level five, he lets out one last roar, and that's it. You're permanently on the screen unless you stab Grandpa. But the chances of you being able to do that when everyone can see you is not good. Like I say, as soon as they showed up on the screen, the three of us just sort of looked at each other and we just tore down into the basement. And I don't think they realized what was happening. They were like still sort of doing this wee stupid dance thing in this corner of the room. And as soon as we all busted in the door, they tried to escape. But I was leather-faced and I just body blocked the door and I was like, nah, I'm going to just stand here while you all get murdered. So it was grit. <clears throat> I don't understand why people do things again, but whatever. It was an easy game for us. <laughs> it was a, it was an easy match. We just ran around the house getting the blood for Grandpa, fed him, and then just charged down. I was like, "Yep, this is class." And of course, if you're split with Leatherface and you hold L two, you'll do the thing with the chainsaw over his head, and also, you know, yeah, you had to get that in there. But I am surprised at how smooth it plays and how fun it is. Matches are between five to ten minutes tops. Is it going to be different enough to keep it going, though? I don't know. I think that's why my brain was on. Maybe you should pick it up now before it mightn't last too long. So get get the good times now before it maybe starts to struggle. Mm. Um, they've created their own unique family members as well. So there's not just the three guys from the film. There's two brand new people. And they have said, listen, before you start asking us for this, that, and the other, we only have the rights to the first film. So they can't pull anything from any of the remakes or even even the actual sequel to the first film. They can't. Um, so the characters from the second film can't even be put in. So I think it's just going to be a bunch of brand new people added to the game. 
always think of a like Texas Chainsaw being very much a one character series, even though there's there's films there with mm. um that don't even have Leatherface in them, but um what's the one with the woman? Oh, the new generation. New generation. <laughs> with Matthew McConaughey. Um well. It's good that you're yeah. enjoying it again. Yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. Like I say, it's a completely different type of game to the others. I think that's what is the big standout thing for it, is it's it is very different. Mm. But failing this, I'm not I'm not falling into this trap again. I'm not Yes you will. Uh, I was about to say, unless they do like a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Halloween one, then it's like, fuck, I'll have to get that. <laughs> I know they've got that killer clowns from outer space. I don't think I'll be buying that. What if we started doing survival horrors games based on these uh, these franchises yeah, instead? Remember they used to remember they used to be single player Evil Dead games. Mm. I, I don't think they ever did like a Halloween or anything like that, though, yeah. did they? Um, oh, there's bound to be, like, there There was definitely a NES, or Friday the 13th NES game. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's stuff. right, there was. There has been shit. Um, right, let's, uh, talk hmm. about some news then. First up, uh, some things about Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, first being... We know how they're going to perform. Uh, 1080p, 60 frames on all platforms except for Switch. It'll be 30 frames per second on the Switch. And uh, while, it's, while, it, while it's docked, 1080p and in handheld mode, you get 720, which I think mm. that's because that's what the screen is. Um, no 4K? No 4K for either. For these old ass games. Hmm. Odd. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's not really a deal breaker. Like it's um. Mm, true. Like 1080p is fine. Uh, I wonder if that's just consoles. So like, uh, well, PC. Is there a PC version of this? Yeah, there is. Um, surely you can just force that to go higher resolution yeah. anyway. Um, I'm surprised though that even the PS5 and the Series X didn't get that though. I'm sure they could have, but they probably would have had to, you know, do texture mm. stuff and that and probably didn't yeah, want to. Um, yeah, this is out on the 24th of October. And the other thing that the uh, that Konami have said, it's going to have a disclaimer on it um, to say that some of the content contained in here uh, may be considered outdated. Uh, let's say this game contains expressions of themes that may be considered outdated. However, these elements have been included without alteration to persevere historical context in which the game was made and the creator's original vision. Player discretion is advised. What are they talking about there? So I'm trying to think. Um, mm. I can't think. 
I I, I would probably uh, uh, take a wide guess and say it's would be the depiction of the woman in in because <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, Kojima, he was a buddy a uh, creepy boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there is a bit in like Metal Gear Three where like snakes pretending to like snooze or something, and he's staring at your woman changing or something, isn't he? Probably. Well, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Obviously, like Metal Gear Four is not in this collection, but it's supposed to be in Volume Two. Um, mm. And you know, you've got the Beauty and the Beast stuff where oh, yeah. uh, that's uh, it's a bit, bit gratuitous, and mm. um, you can uh, look down Na- Naomi Hunter's shirt for some reason. For some reason. Uh, so yeah, it's it's probably just to say that that stuff's there. Um, yeah, for gameplay reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Konami just wants you to know Hideo Kojima is a creepy bastard. Yep. <laughs> they should have had that declaimer at the start. <laughs> Konami would like you to know. Yeah, um, they, they 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 squarely put it on him. It's good. The creator's original vision. This is what he wanted. Yep. Don't blame uh, us. <laughs> um, Will you be picking that up? It's not one where I'd be like, oh, I need it now. Um, I wouldn't mm. mind playing Metal Gear 3 again, but I'm kind of like, eh, there's a remake on the way, though. Will I just wait for that? Probably. And it's literally going to be that game because they've obviously, yeah. they're not revoicing anything, so they can't change it around too much. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind playing the others as well. Um, Metal Gear 4, I, I, I definitely want, like, like Volume 2 is a definite. Um, this one, probably waiting for a sale. Mm. If I'm honest. Um, but yeah. Mm. 1080, 60s enough. It's fine. Fine. Yeah. Um. So my number was two was is the worst game of all time according to yes. Steam. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Aaron Keller's been out being like, "Yep." <laughs> so he's a director. Um. He just had some things to say. Uh. Weird sort of markety sort of like. Right. Oh, it's getting bombed, but it's good to see so many people be joining in. Hey. Good hell. <laughs> that's how he put it. It's like, fuck off, you. Right, so he said, uh, we also launched at Steam last week, although being review bombed isn't a fun experience. It's been great to see lots of new players jump into Overwatch 2 for the first time. Now, I think referring to this as a review bombing is a wee bit uh, muddy in waters. Because yeah. it's not like this is an undeserved reaction. Uh, whereas, mm. you know, it's not like uh, a thing getting re- review bombed because, you know, they took out boobs or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is like, uh, no, their handling of this is completely fucking bullshit. Uh, and the way they just, if you bought Overwatch 1, you're fucked. And the the focus on the microtransaction stuff is fucked, so I'm not recommending this game. I think Overwatch, the, like, Blizzard did a li- at least a little bit to deserve oh, um, the reception they're getting there. Um, what else do you say? Our goal with Overwatch 2 
has been to make the game more accessible than ever for more people than ever before. Uh, okay. Uh, many of the reviews on Steam mention the cancellation of much larger component of PvE. Uh, even more mention what they did the Overwatch one, I will say. Um, yeah. It's one of the primary uh, reasons for dissatisfaction of the game. I get that the announcement was about an ambitious product that we ultimately couldn't deliver. It was the entire, the entire reason you went from mm-hmm. Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2. Yep, but uh, this yeah. is the reason we haven't made change, and then it was dropped. Uh, if we can't turn back the clock, then what do we do? We can keep adding to and improving Overwatch Two. Uh, that is how we move forward. This means more maps, heroes, game modes, missions, stories, events, cool, cool cosmetics. Go fuck yourself and features. <laughs> Ever expanding, evolve, improving game. Uh, that is the future of Overwatch. Uh, one where will we continue to create and innovate? Uh, what is making the game great now for the players who are playing now? What the, the, they haven't innovated anything in a very long time. This game, um, no, it's all sort of rings very hollow. Um, do you think they can pull this thing out of its nosedive? It would. It, it would need serious. I mean, I know its player base has dropped quite a bit, as we were discussing before. Um, it would need some serious, serious surgery to uh, get it back to its heyday. Like, I was actually thinking about this the other day. It's weird. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, if we were to count up the amount of matches we played in Overwatch 1, it would probably be in the quadruple figures. We put a lot of time into that game. And if you took yeah. Overwatch 2... I think our games, and I mean actual just matches, I think it would just reach double figures. Just about reach. We did not play a lot of that game. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't. Like, there, there, there was... Like, what did they do? Reduce it by one? They they took... It's like they the tank away. Yeah. They added... There was that game mode they added with, you know, the, the robot pushing the barrier or whatever he was doing. But other than that, it was just the same game. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, it's not. And then locked all the, peep, the Overwatch 1 stuff behind a paywall. And you were like, yeah. fuck off. And also, like, loot boxes are a shitty way of doing anything. But at least the game was giving you free loot boxes where you had a chance to get anything. And now it's like, nope. Yep. Give us the yep. money. Um, yeah, well, the completely overpriced <laughs> money for skins, and well, no, you're not even buying the skin. Give us the fucking money for our stupid currency that you can't buy in the amount that you want for your skin. Yeah, I hate that shit. Uh, I it is it's it's a shitty situation for the game. Um, mm. That, as far as I can see, was just purely. You know, I'd have gr- done out of greed. Greed, hundred percent. Um, yeah. One of the reviews here says, "Pay thirty dollars and complete battle pass to unlock a positive review." <laughs> um, right. a lot of people recommending the uh, porn. Right. <laughs> The porn is better than the game. 
Okay. Um, did you ever play any of the Delta Force games? I was thinking about this. I don't know if I don't think I did. I don't do think I did. Do you remember the Black Hawk Down one at all? Uh, it's on the phone now. Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure I had the Black Hawk Down one. I remember him just being hard as fuck. Mm. Um, military simulation style. Uh, well, it, it's coming back. I think when was the last one? 2009. Jesus. Um, the developer went out of business in 2016. Uh, THQ Nordic snapped up all the, uh, all the shit. Of course, that's who it is, right? Um, and uh, Tencent, uh, one of their developers, is uh, is doing a cross-platform game for consoles, PC, and mobile. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, so the, uh, the producer, uh, Shadow Gout, what? That is that cannot be your real name. Uh, anyway, uh, there's an interview with uh, IGN, um, saying the game will feature uh, a campaign mode based on the Ridley Scott movie Black Hawk Down. All right, okay. Uh, considering the subject matter of that and today's political climate, don't know if that's the best mm. move, but whatever. <laughs> Like, best to just avoid, you know, true stories of uh, what mm. America got up to. Um, players will be able to experience authentic and thrilling battles from the celebrated movie. Our team has extensively studied the movie and uh, delved into the historical context respectfully. Uh, this uh, dedicated research enables us to recreate truly authentic immersive gaming experience and captures the essence of the monumental event. Uh, game designers choose to build an immersive multiplayer battleground, which could accommodate even larger scale PvP than the previous 32 player limit uh, to create a grand atmosphere of combat in the ground, sea, air, uh, blah, 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 vehicles, large maps. They're coming for Battlefield. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if, uh, like, of what I remember, Delta Force, it was very, like, tactical semi. I'm I'm not sure. I could be misremembering that, but... No, I, I, I would have put it more into the sort of Ghost Recon rather than Battlefield mm. type of... Yeah. But Ghost Recon is, isn't is even anywhere near what, what it once was. Yeah, true. Yeah, Ghost Recon's not Ghost Recon anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we got... So that's Arma these days? Yeah. Arma's very fucking tactical, though. Yeah. Uh, like, it's on, on another level. Um, do you want another multiplayer military shooter? Nah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, the Xbox 360 store is closing next year. On the 29th of July. Mm. Um... And that means there's a bunch of shit on there that is going away. Uh, yep. DLC and games that you won't be able to buy uh, 
or play on any any sort of Xbox uh, console unless you already own it. That is, yeah. Um, yeah. So this this is namely the stuff that didn't get uh, backwards compatibility for whatever reason. Um, it comes to two hundred and twenty odd uh, games. Uh, that's out of uh, 619. Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, that's a third. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, it, at least most of the games are being, uh, are backwards compatible, so you can, you know, play them on a Series S or X. Um, and not everything here is, like, work is only on xbox a lot of it like you know will exist on uh Other platforms yeah like bastion yeah you get that on pc awesome nuts it's on pc yep. um but yeah if if you want to play these things on on a 360 you've got a year to buy them all wait a minute did awesome nuts get like did it not get carried over to the new consoles anyway because it's pretty sure it's like a ps4 version of awesome nuts um, just out of curiosity, just that. Yeah, there, there's a good chance it got a Xbox One version. Yeah, yeah. Um, is this the Xbox 360 version you won't be able to buy anymore. Yeah, yeah, there is an Xbox yeah. One version, uh, and that will be backwards compatible. Um, so yeah, it seems like yeah, some of this list is gonna have um Xbox One versions, and why would you want to do yeah. it backwards compatible? Well, unless you bought it on 360 already, you don't want to buy it again. Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, if you own these, you'll still be able to to download them, but you just won't be able to buy them after the 29th of uh, July this year. Shutting that down to make room for more servers being used, I guess, or something? <sighs> I mean, uh, like, talked about this before, and it's always the way with the these online only games like this is gonna happen but it's like if you own awesome knots on the 360 um well i guess you'd be able to still play it on the 360 um but you don't have to buy it again to to play it on the xbox one yeah um so it's not like the game's lost i wonder are there any on this list or it's just uh, that that's it gone i doubt it because like anything first party that's only on Xbox, they'll have they'll have got that across. Oh yeah, yeah. Um wonder will the PS3 follow suit soon then? Wow, the Yeah, that's a good question. You remember the uh they did this with the in the Nintendo was it the 3DS store and then had to change their minds? Yeah. Um Resident Evil and Resident Evil Zero are on this list. No, oh, they definitely got new versions as well. Yeah. I'm guessing it's the 360 version of the game, Lou. Uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix? Oh, that definitely didn't get any other versions. Because I wanted that so badly on the new consoles and they never did it. So is that lost to time if you don't own it on... I guess so. Already? Thankfully, I do. Obviously, because it's me. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I have it as well. You'd have to break out a, a three sixty to play it, like, but yeah, that's again PS three beside me here, and that is one of the games that gets played. Um, there is a way to play it on PC. Well, yeah, through emulators. Oh, there's a way to play it. Uh... Legally, no, no. <laughs> No, that's what I'm never saying. Got, <laughs> there's there's never a way. Got on screen. Yeah. Um, it's mad. Yeah, that, that is a bit crazy. N- not even like a re release or a, a port or nothing. Um, Tekken stuff. Tekken 8 released. It got leaked. Uh, well. Do you think it's true? Allegedly. 26th of January, 2024. That means I mean, there'll be the three big fighting games within a year of each other. I mean, we sort of assumed that was going to happen anyway. I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be like summer next year or something. You think? Aye. Well, that was my just thinking with the way Tekken usually does release. So apparently that this leak is pretty, pretty reliable. Um, Harada is uh, has been saying, I'm aware that there are some minor information leaks. Uh, they contain old information that has already been changed or deleted. Not only that, but the source of leaks has been, has been mostly identified. The information that is currently leaked is only given to organizations that dare to be involved in <laughs> debugging and lo- dare to be involved <laughs> in debugging and localization. What a weird way to put that. Uh, yeah. the, the next leak will identify the individual leaker. We have set up different parts of the ROM for every organization internal uh, online within the development, and this will work in the future. Jesus Christ, chill out, man. <laughs> oh, is, it, is he done trolling anymore? Is he all super serious, man? Now? Hey, he's still pissed because everyone was playing that. <laughs> that he means was, still is. Still, yeah, they won't stop playing Tekken 8. God, please yeah. stop. No. Stop asking for shit. I <laughs> just say, like, uh, can we ask for some shit and then maybe we'll stop? <laughs> um, um, yeah, that, that's that's pretty soon. Yeah, yep, that's what well, you're talking early next year, so a couple of months. You had Street Fighter couple two months ago. You have MK next month, and then you'll have Tekken a couple of months after. That's the big three. <laughs> They've all sort of staggered themselves nicely to give you like three months to play each one. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder which one will get the most playtime. Ah, uh, I I'm gonna say MK. I'm gonna say MK because it gets the best sales. Oh, yeah, that's true. They they just do so much for single player. D- did you mean personally or or overall? Overall, sorry. Yeah. Personally, I know which one will be played the most for me. It will be MK. <laughs> I was going to say Tekken. Oh, for me it'll be MK. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy Tekken. But the thing with Tekken is, you play it for a while, you have a couple of fights online, but they don't give you anything to do single player. Mm. Where MK have those living towers and the, the kick-ass story and well, Tekken the, 7 had that 
uh, it had a story mode and that thing where you got gear and stuck get you could give your characters guns. That's just customization. They yeah, didn't use the gun. Dark. I never did any of that though, because the use it was like down and three buttons that my fingers were like, I, okay, probably made sense on an arcade stick, but for my controller, I was basically having to break my hand to do it, and I was like, <laughs> nope, this is not worth it. And then in... King would use it, doesn't he? Just all his Rainmaker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and in other Tekken related news, um, the Taiwanese rating board has a rating for PS4 and PS5 versions of Tekken 6 and Soul hey. Calibur Broken Destiny. Okay. And this uh, seems like these could be coming, will probably be coming to the PlayStation Plus Classics lineup. Um, that Tekken, Tekken 6 is significant because that's a PlayStation 3 game. Yes, it is. Unless it ends up being a PlayStation portable version. <laughs> and if oh, that's the case, yeah. they can fuck right off. That is a good point as well. They could do that because I know Soul Calibur Broken Destiny is a PSP game. Yeah, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, it's like an RPG thing with Soul Calibur characters. Yeah. If it was the PlayStation 3 version, you'd be like, oh, have they finally cracked this and are able to do this mm. it, it would be a weird choice for the first like playstation 3 game to get released properly though yeah because if they'd done that you'd be going right lads get that twisted metal going that shows a fucking success get that fucking game re-released you bail ends it's probably the psp version it's probably the psp version i guarantee well i would be happy to put money on it that it was the psp version though. Put your oh, hair on the line. If it's not, you have to shave your head. <laughs> Her versus Namco match. <laughs> um, does that make you want to sign up for PlayStation Plus Classics? No. Or whatever they call it? Okay. No. We'll get you no. one of these days. <laughs> I'm just going to have to put Friday the 13th on there or something. <laughs> I've already told you, stick Twisted Metal on there and you've got me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would do it. Um, how do you pronounce Charles Martinet Martinet? Which one is it? Let's just call him Charlie. Charlie Mario. Charlie Mario, yes. <laughs> he has been voicing Mario. Um, Mario Mario, which is his <laughs> full name. Um, since N64, uh, Super Mario Sorry, 64. Can we just segue very quickly? Oh, just you mentioned Mario Mario. Did you know that the Bob Hoskins Mario movie is getting a re-release in the cinema in 4K? In 4K, but it's only in Japan. Only in Japan. What the fuck? <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah, I would have went and saw saw that. I think I would have too, <laughs> just for morbid curiosity, because I. I literally remember watching it as a kid and I can't remember much about it other than I do remember as a child in the cinema looking at Dennis Hopper going, that's not Bowser! <laughs> I, I watched it recently and enjoyed it. If you go in not expecting a Mario film, it's good. Yeah, 
It's a it's a it's kind of more of a cyberpunk film more than anything else. Yeah, that's probably why I liked it. But uh, uh, you have to hand it to them. They were right. Look at these Mario games and let's do an interpretation and take I, some liberties and make something that stands on its own. Whereas the recent one, what did they do? You made a Mario Mario Marvel film, basically. <laughs> Yeah, they kind of did. He <laughs> just made a big advert for Nintendo stuff. Um, I, I will admit I enjoyed it, but <laughs> yeah, it's like they they get your your nostalgia and your fandom, and 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 that's that's how that's how films are made these days. And as I seen DK, I was a happy man. <laughs> um. God, I mean, the young me would be all like, oh, this is discreet. This isn't even the fucking thing. Give me the exact thing as it is. And me now would like to slap that me and say, you don't know what you're asking for. That is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Let them have artistic liberty with the things and do the thing. Except for Resident Evil, though, that get that, that, that shit oh, will fuck itself. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, the difference with, between... Right, elite. Right, so the Mario stuff, they went full fucking in. They said, We have a vision for this and we are committing to it. Uh, yeah. Whereas the Resident Evil stuff is like, How do I get my wife in here? Also, yeah. let's just fire random things from the, the game to try and um, get the fans in, but not actually give a shit about any of this. Fucking Paul Anderson, hey, what a jumper. That's the difference. No, what it's not a double standard. I, I don't understand how Paul Anderson can make the Mortal Kombat movie and Event Horizon and then make fucking a ton of shite Resident Evil films. How do you physically do that? He just got lucky one time. Two times? Uh, Mortal Kombat. I like Mortal Kombat, sorry. <laughs> but Event Horizon's a great show. And then he I've just never seen goes it, and... Oh, have you never seen Event Horizon? No, no. It's the one with the blood orgy. <laughs> and yeah, it's a really good space horror movie. Um, not all just, it's not just silly jump scares. It's really fucking. Well, there goes the internet again. Oh, you're back again. My internet's doing oh. that thing it did last time. And I don't want, oh, it seems to like to do it when we're recording this. So, so that's all good. We're just going to push on. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anderson sucked. That was my point. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Mario is uh, is retiring from Mario. Oh, well, he, he must be pretty age now. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but he will no longer do the voice of Mario going forward. He will. He is um, starting a new role as uh, Mario Ambassador, whatever the fuck that means. But he'll no longer be recording. Um, voice lines for Mario. Oh, okay. He done Luigi as well, didn't he? Uh, I am not sure. I think he done Luigi as well. I think he done Mario and Luigi. Uh, Probably. So you're looking forward to the next Mario game having Chris Pratt in it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, you said you enjoyed that film, so... Uh... Yeah, for Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's Charlie Day. Um, I guess we'll move on there. Mm. 
God, this is like just dropping out at little regular intervals, and then uh, I don't know what you're missing, what you're hearing. So if uh, yeah, so, so something comes across as we, weird, just shout. We will try. Yeah, we'll try and move on. Just uh, I, if people aren't used to this podcast being like this by now, they're what the fuck have they been doing for the last hundred and eleven episodes? Yeah, that's true. Um. <laughs> Microsoft Activision thing, um, the the CMA, um, the the competition of Marcus Authority in the UK. We all know they stepped in, or making things awkward. They are literally the only holdout for getting this deal across the line, um, and they're all like, "No, we still don't like it, um, and we haven't changed our mind," uh, which has led uh, Microsoft to do this, which is fucking weird. Um, so if you remember the CMA's whole thing was not if, if Microsoft get Call of Duty, they will have a stranglehold on this, the, the game streaming marketplace. And literally everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yep. (laughs) Like made no sense. Even the American ones, they were all like, uh, you're not going to put like one of the biggest game franchise out on PlayStation, and uh, we're not too sure about that. Which was probably the right question to be asking, but this, yeah. like, uh, you'll have you, you'll have a huge advantage in the streaming market. Uh, so basically Microsoft is going, hey, we're selling the rights to stream all of Activision's library plus everything we make with them for 15 years in the future. Uh, that's that belongs to Ubisoft. Please fuck off now. <laughs> yep. So yeah, hopefully this should um, see an end to the whole Microsoft thing. Uh, with the buying of the Activision, uh, Ubisoft will probably put all the games on <laughs> Game Pass. It would be anyway. nice if it finally just came to an end and we could just move on from it. Yeah. Um, it would be nice. Uh, it just goes to show how Microsoft actually did not give a flying fuck about the, the cloud game and stuff. They're like, look, that, that's not why we're doing this. We both are pretty much in agreement that Microsoft don't really give too much of a fuck about Call of Duty. It was King they won. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I. Um, so last game story we have is about Starfield. Um, and it's shitty start screen. Right, so when they say shitty start screen, like in what way is it a shitty start screen? It's just shitty because it's plain. And it means that the developer didn't care. What do people want from a start screen? Who who brought this up? So this is the um, uh, guy that works for uh, Blizzard, of all people. <laughs> right. <laughs> the guy used to direct Warcraft, Mark Kern. Um, he tweeted out like a, a screenshot of the uh, the title screen. Um, and said that uh, they had 
Bethesda hadn't spent enough time on it and it reveals a lot about their work and that they were able to push they were either pushed for time or just didn't care. Um have you got a screen what is the start screen? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I think it's I think it's just black with the Starfeed logo and push start. It's very minimalist, which is very in line with the game's sort of style i could see it like having this really minimalist looking interface um which is a design choice um it's a start screen though I, I, this is mind-boggling it's just a start screen it's like you press start on it and then you do the real shit so yeah hmm. uh pete hines who works for bethesda he's the head of publishing came out and and said uh, so he, he was responding directly he's like the team either didn't care or was too rushed to complete it and then uh, Heinz comes in is like, or, they did, or they designed what they wanted and that's been our menu for years and was one of the first things we settled on um, having an opinion is one thing questioning out a developer's care because you wouldn't have you would have done it differently is highly unprofessional coming from another dev uh, so mm. it wasn't even, uh, you know, shitty fans <laughs> being shitty. It was yeah. just an old decade of a, um, from a different different company. I don't know why. I guess he's very, very passionate about start screens. That's an odd thing to be annoyed about. I've n- I don't know about you, but I don't spend a lot of time on a start screen. No, I just push start. Yeah. <laughs> I do what it tells me to do, press button to continue or press any button and you're like, all right, let's do this. I, I've never sat at a start screen and went, oh, that's some start screen there. I've just yeah. went, let's fucking roll. Uh, it's very silly. Um, very silly indeed. I don't, I don't know why. Why? Don't know why. Just don't, don't know why. It's even funnier that it's a, an, is it X? It's a what? Is it an ex-Blizzard employee? Um, or someone who currently does work there? Mark Kern. What does he do these days? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think he's still at Blizzard. Um, but... Uh, he sounds yeah. like the type of guy that enjoys John Romero advertising. <laughs> <laughs> He's been tweeting a lot about um, Armor Core 6. Uh, has he? Um, hmm. fair, fair enough. <laughs> I guess he's been playing it. Uh, oh, right. Is that the fucking screenshot of it there? This is even worse. The fuck's wrong with that? Right, no, I have that image. Let me see. Look. Oh, right, you got to send it. Happy days, because we have to give a comment on this. Is this a terrible start screen? I just there you scroll go. down my keyboard. I'm on my fucking Steam Deck. <laughs> There's wrong with that. Yeah, that Jesus. looks like a Bethesda start screen. <laughs> it just looks like it. Just looks like a menu. Jesus Christ! What else do you want? This boy yeah. obviously never played classic quakes or anything. Um, yeah, this is dumb. Who cares? Very, very um, silly. And I, as I said, it's kind of fits with the rest of the design of the 
you know the the sort of uh, art direction the game is going for. Mm-hmm. Um, right, I guess we should talk about some wrestling then, since we're headed into yeah. all in. Um, yep. Not go home stuff yet, but soon. Not yet. That'll this be, week. That'll be this week. But it's gonna be exciting. Well, we've almost got yeah. a full, full full card here. Yep. Um, we did have a bit of fucking dodgy news. Um, this week, Cash Wheeler got mm. himself arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm. Was, so apparently, this happened like late July, mm. and. There was an arrest warrant put out in like the twenty eighth of July. He didn't say anything. What did they finally catch up with? I, I have no idea what, how that works. It's like mm. he got arrested, then let out, and then got arrested again uh, last week. Um, I don't know if there was an investigation. There's there's not much out there about it, but uh, it looks like he hasn't had his passport taken away um yeah, like this was all announced on friday morning mm. and obviously live collision saturday night they were still advertising the bucks versus ftr it sounds awful there's a man's livelihood and all this here yada 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 and all i could care about was he better not ruin that match for all in the bastard <laughs> well it's like I, i'm sure he doesn't want to like miss the biggest wrestling show he'll probably ever do. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, a week out for, for shit like this to happen yeah. is a bit fucked up. Uh, but yeah, it all seems to be nothing's changed at the minute. Um, definitely would have been a massive disappointment if, if that match oh, was, okay. had to be taken off the card. Um, yeah. We'll just have to I hope that it stays that way. Oh, we were less than a week to go. They can't go changing shit now, all my. Might we'll just cancel. Me. Cancel the whole show. Stop. We're not there anymore. <laughs> Bye. Um, so throughout, uh, like I said, the, the card's starting to take shape here and throughout uh, Dynamite and Collision, we got some happenings happening um yep that, that led to to more matches being announced um first up we we had uh, a match um between orange cassidy and wheeler yuda for the international title which uh orange cassidy wins it was a very good match by the way brilliant match fucking brilliant match you can just tell them two know each other so well, huh? Yeah. Um, Wheeler kicked out of the the, the orange punch, and um, yep. was all all very good. Uh, but right after we got the Blackpool Combat Club attacking, like as soon as the as soon as the three count, that was it. Claudia was in the ring, fucking beating shit out of Cassidy. Yeah, they did not hang around. Um, <laughs> no. And we then got uh, <clears throat> got the the best friends coming down for the rescue, but they got kind of beat up as well. Still outnumbered. Um, oh dear Jesus! 
Discord won't shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, then the Lucha Brothers come out for for the the rescue, um, and was it Chucky T? Someone got on the mic and it's all like, right. That was Eddie Kingston. No shit. Sorry. Yeah. Then Eddie yeah. Kingston comes out. <laughs> Eddie Kingston came tearing it. And the roof came off. <laughs> uh, back from Japan, and we get the. Uh, the challenge for uh, Stadium Stampede. This is going to be fucking awesome. Haven't had one now, of these in a while. Never had one I, in front of a crowd. I know when Mox was doing his last interview with Renee, he did say when they were talking about doing the anor- the first Anarchy in the arena, he was all, we were thinking Stadium Stampede. And I thought, no, let's, let's do it in front of the crowd. So we won't call it Stadium Stampede. We'll call it Anarchy in the arena. I'm loving the idea, though. Of Stadium Stampede being in Wembley, yeah, because it's, it's, it's six on six. It's a huge place, and all hell will be breaking loose everywhere. This one's going to be hard to keep your eyes on. Do you think there will be uh, any pre-recorded TV stuff if people quote unquote go backstage that we can't see? Um, I think it'll all be on screens. Um, not sure if they'll they'll do in. Well, if they get up to any weird shit, they'll do pre-record, but it's Blackpool Combat Club, so I can see this just being pure fucking violence more than uh, any of the the funny see, stuff. Yeah, I, my brain went, oh my God, are they going to try and use Gareth Southgate or something? <laughs> do, do you remember, do you remember was it the second nobody, stadium stamp? Nobody in America would have any fucking clue who that is. Yeah, but they're in Wembley and they'll get a reaction. Um, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, Stu. I'd be like, oh, could you not? Okay, okay. <laughs> you'd have to tell me. For, okay. But I was just thinking that, because do you remember the second stadium stampede? They they had, like, the manager's office and somebody was shouting at them and threw them out and all. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was one of the Jacksonville Jaguars people. Right. Like, was it Jericho and MJF were fighting through the office and then he was mm. shouting at them and telling them off and telling them yeah. to get out and all. I was sitting thinking, I was like, are they going to do something like that? But it's going to be Gareth Southgate. And I was like, oh, I don't, I'm praying it doesn't. I don't want that, but I was, that was my brain. Yeah. Like, oh, no. you've, just, you've just made me realize it's like this is the biggest wrestling show they've ever had in in the UK. And uh, what sort of celebrity bullshit is going to be in here? Like King, King Charles will be there getting a fucking curse. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Be getting a V trigger. I <laughs> <laughs> um, could, he could sell that no way. <laughs> he wouldn't have to get one for shoot. <laughs> like it's not hard to sell an actual broken nose. Uh, Speaking of V triggers, oh yeah, fucking Bullet Club beat the shit out of Kenny Omega, and we got this. Uh, Who's the real Bullet Club thing going on? Do you know what made me laugh during this segment? You know, obviously it was JR was talking to him. Yeah. I do not know why, but the camera like really zoomed into JR at one stage when Kenny was getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of him. And JR <laughs> just started standing there completely emotionless, like, not this shit again. Can I not just do an interview without somebody getting back? <laughs> JR's bad luck. <laughs> it's funny, God, I don't care how famous I ever get. If JR ever, ever asked for, for a sit down interview, I'm just like, no, no. 
But yeah, this sets up obviously uh, another match for Owen. Yeah. Um, this is one of the rumored ones mentioned last week. Uh, mm. So we, we've got Kenny Omega, uh, Hangman, and Ibushi, the Golden Elite, uh, versus um, Jay White. Oh. Well, and it's uh, it's some of Bullet Club and Takeshita. And Takeshita. Jay White and Juice and Takeshita. Um, but I like the way Jay White's framing this, uh, like on Collision. He's like, um, you're known as the elite, the Bullet Club, but we're going to show you who the real elite is in mm. Bullet Club. Um, and we had the, you know, the Bucks had a match with the, the, the Goldens. They did. We, we had, uh, Bullet Club on Dynamite. Um, I suppose we may as well I mention that. That match now, since we were talking about Cash Wheeler in a way. Mm. The uh, obviously there was a bit of a beatdown at the end, and then FTR came out and saved them. Yeah, is there? They're not framing this FTR boxing as some sort of like it's us versus them. It's like the I think they're trying to get a get across. There's a respect there. Do you think this is like? Are we trying to mend bridges here in the eyes of the fans? Is that what this is? I would say FTR would definitely be okay with mending bridges. Well, they are, they're having a match with them, so... Yeah, you know. they're, they're obviously... They're good friends with Punk as well. They're probably not too worried about the Punk stink, but they know damn well that, you know... They have to work with these guys in the future, so they're gonna happily go right. We'll put our shit aside when we're in the ring and all this here. Punk obviously is not willing to do that at the moment. He's still trying to cut fucking promos on people. It's so fucking stupid. Everyone's just trying to move on, and he just acts yep. like a fucking prick. And yep. then it it kind of felt like so. It's all hype for all in over eighty thousand fans. That that's all the attention at the minute is this all in, mm. and. All everyone's talking about. So Punk had to do something to make everyone look at him again. It's like, well, we'll do. I'll talk shit about Hangman. That'll make everyone go fuck. Speaking uh, of Hangman, I did love his his challenge when he was sitting, quote unquote, at the hospital drinking beer. And, like the doctor, he's <laughs> all, sir, it's a hospital. You can't drink here. He's all, oh really? Oh okay. And he just downs the beer. <laughs> yeah. So that that was on. Uh, collision. Um, he he was at the quote unquote hospital, yeah, w- which was a metal shutter with <laughs> an, ambulance. an ambulance with the lights on. Um, with Kenny Omega, and he was uh, that's where he laid down the the challenge uh, for the match. Mm. Uh, potential show seater there. Um, that's gonna be fantastic. No, Abushi will definitely be out to um, do better. Put on that show. Yeah. <laughs> Since he, like, said he wasn't happy with his uh, performance at the... Uh, oh, was he not? Blood and Guts. No. Oh. He, he got he got thumbtacks stuck in the bottom of his shoes and couldn't, couldn't walk. <laughs> That's oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> That's why he was all over the place. Um, <clears throat> uh, we finally got a sort of conclusion to the whole uh, is Jericho gonna join 
Don Callis thing. Um, Jericho said yes. Yeah, I kind of liked how this was done, though. It was like, ah, mm. okay. And then it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Don Callis like, me? really? <laughs> did you expect me to say no? Uh, and yes, he did expect him to say no. Yep. Uh, and then he just tore into him, and then Jericho got his head taken off. <laughs> yeah. You forgot about the part that led up to that. Don Callis has a picture frame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's how it all broke down. And Jericho's like, oh, what's in there? And he's like, no, don't look in there. <laughs> and it's one of Don Cal's paintings where I'm holding the severed head of Jericho. He's like, what the fuck is this? Are you going to have me assassinated? As soon as he said assassinated, I was like, oh, that's clever because he's the aerial assassin. Yep. Um, Will Ospreay comes in and hits Jericho. That's another match for all in. Made Osprey versus Jericho. Not going to lie. Not, not. <laughs> I think this is a bit of a waste of Osprey, if I'm honest. But um, because it's Osprey, it'll still be a cracking match. So probably I. Um, was this was match? This yeah, I, oh, I, I was going to ask. You. Yep, the exact same thing. Because <laughs> Jericho said this was supposed to be and didn't happen because of pandemic. I, I'll assume he's telling the truth. Mm. Guess where this is. This is where this is stemming from. Hmm. Could have been done a forbidden door, and you could have given us Kenny Osprey, like you know. <laughs> but I suppose they could save that for because that was just not that long after forbidden door. They probably would keep a a gap between them matches. I mean, they could they could have done it all out. Mm. But I guess um, you know, as Jericho wants a big match for this show. Yeah, true. Um. We had uh, Darby Allen and Nick Wayne taking on the Gates of Agony and winning. Yep. Which is fine. Darby yeah. Allen wins a lot, though. He does. Like a lot. He is. He would. But I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on Darby here, but you, you just know a Darby match now. He gets beat up for seven eighths of the match and then he wins. And does a coffin drop and wins. It, it has come a bit like same old with him. He's getting almost Cena esque. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Darby three moves of doom. Um so this is related to another all in match. Um mm. the coffin match, which uh she's Darby and Sting taking on uh, swerve and AR Fox. Um, so the, they make a point on commentary pointing out that Nana is not with uh, Gates of Agony. And we've got Swerve and AR there as well coming out. Um, hmm. And we find out where where Prince Nana is after the match. Um, as they're about to beat up um, Nick Wayne and Darby Allen. We get Sting um, with Nana on a sofa, and Sting just what is what what is he? You watch TNA? What the fuck is going on here? That's his Joker, the persona. It's shite. It it, it <laughs> I always said it was like he was pulling a bad Jim Carrey impression. It is. What Isn't the it? fuck was up with his face? 
it pulls a bad Jim Carrey file, and then that's it. Um, I wasn't into this at all. No, it kind of felt like it was going on for a while as well. I um mm. just 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 no, don't 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 uh, do that. You forget how many days in a week there is. He did. Yes. What did he say? He said nine days, and it was Nana had to uh, correct him and go. It's actually eleven days. <laughs> Nana, who he had taken hostage. Because um, <laughs> he said he was making movies or something. I had no fucking clue what he was on about. Hey? Um, don't, one match, that's one match I'm not looking forward to, to be honest. Swerves in it, you see, so. I, 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 I want to see Swerve. Um, like, I, I just don't want to see Swerve get beat by Sting. Hmm. Sting no sell everything. Um, probably will do. Yeah. Adam Cole and MGF doing all <laughs> sorts of Australian stuff. Adam Cole's got Crocodile Dundee one and two. Uh, they they go to Outback Steakhouse, which I think the joke yeah. there is that it's not even Australian. It's like just some American yeah. thing that pretends to be Australian. Uh, I cannot believe how over MJF can get a kangaroo kick. Yep. <laughs> MJF uh, is planning to do a kangaroo kick as his finisher. Um, the best <laughs> part of this whole video, though, is when the double clothesline Charlie, the prop guy. Oh, Jesus. How did I forget about this? And then Tony Khan <laughs> goes oh, out and shouts really? at them. He's shouting out in the office and they come out MJF being all see when in twenty twenty four I'm gonna He's Tony gonna regret Khan, that. He's gonna regret Tony Khan opens the door it's like what was that? And with a fucking glass on. Oh. It was very funny. I mean, that was pure that that was pure impact promo, Tony Khan. Yeah, that was yes, that's what he was channeling there. <laughs> That was Tony at his best when he was doing the impact videos. Fuck me. He had me in stitches when he did them. I miss uh, those. Yeah, MJF and Adam Cole then pulling up in a in a Ferrari. Mm. Roderick Storm st- Storm Strong uh kicks it and hurts his foot. He must be made of glass. <laughs> he is uh she's still wearing that neck brace. Fucking Joe. Hey, no wonder they banned that move in NXT. Um, I do the whole promo. It's like uh, then in the ring, MJF doing the, the whole uh, put 90,000 miles on my truck, grinding out. Oh, yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, now he's doing the biggest wrestling show of all time. They keep calling it that. I don't. Wasn't that one in North Korea? WCW like had 500,000 people at it or something. <laughs> uh they get jumped by uh Aussie Open. Um Yes they do. Get the upper hand. Uh Kyle Fletcher nearly gets a kangaroo kick. And the crowd go for oh, no, nuts. He, he, he went to get it and he got out of the way. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we need. He he almost got right. a kangaroo kick. Um, the crowd went nuts for it, though. Oh, they did. We're going to see a fucking kangaroo kick. Are we going to see a kangaroo kick? Um, yeah, so that's uh, the pre-show match. Um, I'm pretty convinced that they're winning those titles, and then we're going to have the big, the big breakup in the main event. Hmm. Um, which will be pretty interesting. Dynamic. There will be a nuclear heat when that happens. If <laughs> not, <laughs> not that confident. Um, do we talk about this fucking Texas Chainsaw Death match? No, no. We knew it was going to be bad, and it was worse than we imagined. Fucking hell. It was horrendous. It was horrendous. Like you, you were saying, Jarrett was taking the piss out of it on another podcast. Never. Yeah, right? yeah. I just point out the the worst part where they're all like, uh, I'm guessing they were under the seats in like a thin, uh, a narrow corridor, and they're they're all just walking in a line down this corridor. <laughs> yep. And it was like stupid, stupid. Yep. Eh? Uh, just pure fucking, uh, here, do this promo part for this here, have a match, uh, let's mm. phone, phone this in as much as we can. Aye. Um, Britt Baker taking on the bunny, uh, Britt Baker wins there. Not much of a match, uh, but it was Bunny's first, uh, first match back. I didn't know her and Penelope were now a tag team calling themselves the final girls. That's neither cool. did I, since neither of them have been on TV. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. So I don't know where that happened. Um, Probably the Indies. Yeah. House of Black? Well, that was sort <laughs> of... Acclaim making a big deal about coming out with uh, Billy's Boots. Um, lights go out, House of Black. Uh, we'll have those. <laughs> beat the fucking shit out of them. I think they were maybe yep. supposed to have a match. Yeah, there was guys in the ring. What yeah, happened yeah. to them? They disappeared. Uh, the, the, the lights went out and they got the fuck out of there. Um, and we had, we had House of Black do that sort of promo thing with the boots and the Billy, mm. Billy Gunn thing. Team Billy Gunn and the claim are eventually going to take those trios titles off House of Black. I wouldn't like to see it because as much as I do <laughs> like Billy Gunn and the acclaimed, it's like House of Black should just be this fucking force that just never lose. Only, have the titles only someone and really fucking special takes them on. They have to lose at some point. They mm. have had those belts for a while now. Um, they are the longest reigning trios type champions. Mm. Who takes it off them? That's something. What other big trios have you got? Uh, to be honest, I'm just glad it wasn't CMFTR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best friends. Yeah, that, I'd even like to see that. Yep. I really want the best friends to get some, some gold. Yep. Agreed. Could be Dark Order. Hmm. Haven't been they're about all, that. They're well. They're very busy on Ring of Honor, like, but uh, not so much. Like, 
fucking super evil Dark Order now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, on collision at the start. Uh, we get Joe White straight away against the fucking golden, golden so, vampire, vampire, and it's punk. I hey. couldn't tell that immediately, you know. <laughs> The crowd was even chatting it. Worst fucking GTS I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was now, so whose fault was that? Um, I mean, like Joe it, just has to fall over. Like, yeah, it was punks. Joe's too heavy for him to do it. That's. I think that's what the problem was. Hell, that's right. I forgot about that. That was the worst fucking GTS I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Eh? And then he's he, you know, confirms the match. Yeah, and then he goes on fucking radio and can tries to say that there's the dual main event. Where did he say this? I can't believe like the the ego on this guy to say something. Um, like say something like, "Um, my match is one of the main events." You say it was on radio. Yeah, yeah apparently he said it on a radio show. Do, 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 do. Um, but like, like to say something like that, uh. Like you, you could argue that there's a double main event there, and oh, it's yeah. it, it's Adam Cole, MJF, and then it's the Bucks and FTR. It's like you you can hype up like, uh, Joe versus Punk is important, but like we recently got that, uh, and you finally yeah. finally beat him, uh, and neither of you two guys are at the top of your game. Whereas the no. Bucks and FTR are and will put on like an amazing match. Uh, I think it's just uh, it's a bit uh, it's yeah. very CM Punk. Yeah. Um. And then we had there was a couple other matches on there that like Jay White and Dalton Castle was pretty good. Oh, was a good match. Um, we had a promo afterwards. Yeah, uh, I do like uh, the ball club shenanigans outside the ring um, uh-huh. with Juice Robinson and the guns. Uh, yeah, so they had the ball club, and then we got the the guns uh, and Juice sort of doing an open challenge right there and then. Yeah, I comes yep. Iron Savages. Yep, and then Jay White joins them on commentary, and Nigel McGuinness can't get enough of him. No, <laughs> this is fucking excellent. Um, yeah, Jay White's brilliant. Jay White is fun. I love like they keep shouting at the commentator as well while there's a match happening and all this here, and you can clear his day here. 
it, it's always a thing he did in New Japan as well. Kevin Kelly, he'd be he'd be off like to the side shouting at him, and, and Kevin would just respond to him. So you would hear one side of the conversation. <laughs> it was like they someone had to run and get him a headset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Hey, Jay White is fantastic. Um. Oh, I almost forgot about the we uh, uh promo with the. Uh, La Faction and Globernales, uh, pressing oh, buttons yeah. in Jalisco, going out, having a drink in Mexico, and then getting kidnapped. Fucking <laughs> Rush is not happy, hey? He's going to mess those two guys up. Um, yep. There could be a team that takes the House of Black. True, yeah. Um, it's weird that uh, we wouldn't have Andrade involved in that. Um, seemed mm. like that's that's where that was going. Um, Ricky Starks makes his managerial debut on AEW. Anyway, um, that's right. It was it was his music player. It wasn't even Big Bill's music. Big Bill's music, shit. It, it, so, it is like the most creative wrestler music you've ever yep. heard. Yeah, I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's where I first heard it. Before Big Bill was using it, I think it was just Fight Forever music. Maybe not. It probably, it probably was, to be fair. Um, anything else to really point out there? Big Bill squashed a guy. That he did. Um, and then Stark swept him with a belt. <laughs> just carrying around the belt that uh, that, that he whipped uh, a steamboat with. <laughs> Um, but so this is only for another two weeks anyway. Mm. Uh, Nightingale uh, takes uh, beat Diamante in a in a good match. Um, oh, it was a good match. Actually. Yeah, Diamante's probably now. Yeah, I don't know why she was she hasn't been on TV. It's like just to, like even get good matches and she can she can do angles. She can be a bad guy. Um, mm. And and that could uh, turn into to just something as long as this isn't well th- this isn't the end of it because even when uh, when Nightingale got the win uh, like Martinez and Diamante were shouting this isn't over. Uh-huh. Um, still no no announcement of uh, a match at all in. Um, yeah, I wonder is it just going to be one moment's match at all in? Yeah, be. No, that would not be a good look. Bit messed up there. You mean you've two women's titles? Why not do something with both titles or something? Or have both champions there at least? Yeah. Uh but no TNT champion at uh or champ title match at uh no, all in this that's, that's for all out. Uh speaking of all out uh, Powerhouse Hobbs beat a guy with the accolade, and then Miro was all like, uh, I'm gonna beat you up at all out. Yep, there was a line he said though that made me go, That's a good line, <laughs> piss on his cold dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that was a good line. Like, if you believe in God, then you're basically worshiping me or something because I am God's replacement. <laughs> Miro is now God, basically. Yeah. His puny God. His puny God. 
Which I'm pretty sure he's referring to Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Darby Allen uh, beat Christian Cage. Mm. Uh, the match was good. The, this was a bit less standard Darby Allen fair. Mm. A bit more to this. That's because you got Christian there, father of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, sort of a bit more back and forth. Um, then you, mm. you know, you got Luchasaurus right on the outside there. Um, does JR just get called in for the main event then? Yeah, it looks like it. We got JR and Carl just for the main event, a collision, which I guess that's why they're always half an hour. <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm, I'm just saying, it's like, right, if we're going to have him here, we may as well give him a lengthy match to mm. commentate. So I, I, don't, I don't think that's the, the sole reason for it being half an hour. It's just, yeah. This one was a, yeah, a pretty long main event. Uh, again, mm-hmm. I, I still think it's probably too long for a TV event because it was very slow in the middle there. Yep, um, it was. I, I did like Darby pulling up uh, Christian's turtleneck. Yeah. Um that was pretty good. Uh Darby gets the one here with the uh, with his weird roll up thing. Mm. Um uh, he kicked out of the spear. Yeah, well that I wouldn't really call that Cage's finisher. His finisher's the I, own prettier. No prettier. I'm trying to remember what he called it. Um, then Luchasaurus chokes arms him and Christian pins him. Uh, and, oh, yeah, they make Luch- Luchasaurus <laughs> made Tony Schwanny count to three. Um, <laughs> so so that's the other match. All out, two matches, though they only have one week after all in to fill out the rest of that card. This could be AEW's smallest pay per view after this. <laughs> could be, yeah. Um, I have a funny feeling. Uh, CM Punk will be main event at uh, All Out. No! It will. Oh, All Out? Right, yeah. Okay. All Out, <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's, it's in Chicago, like, so you know, give yeah. the people what they want. Fucking yeah, you got a point people. there. It, there was... Um, so last week, um, Edge retired. Right? Genuinely? Mm-hmm. Well, right. WWE. Oh, okay. Um, there's rumors. Piss off. Just saying there's rumors. Fuck. And if that man's going to... Like, properly end his career. Yeah, you gotta do it with an old friend. You want to do something with Christian. Um, I wouldn't begrudge him that. No. Like, AEW does have the best tag team division in the world. Have the Bucks ever done anything with Edge and Christian? <clears throat> no. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Edge, they wouldn't never, I don't think Edge has ever done anything outside of WWE. He retired in WWE and then then uh, came back to WWE. Um, Would he be able to be called Edge? No. 
he'll probably like if it happened, it would just be Adam Copeland. It it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to tag with him. He can like you know just do something against him. I'd like, love to see them have one last big tag match together. Yeah. That would be cool. Or would you want to see one last Edge and Christian versus the Hardys? No. <laughs> no. Get the Dudleys in as well. Oh, that's funny you should say that. Impact's reaching its a thousandth episode and they're getting the Dudleys. Both? Both. Does Devon still wrestle? I don't know. I don't think he does, but okay. Um, oh, I hope um, I hope that Edge comes in with his name that he had. Well, if he comes in, I hope he uses <laughs> the name he had before Edge. Sexton Hardcastle. That would be amazing. <laughs> I think that that's the right answer. Yes, I, I concur. Well, I, I would be all for getting a, a, a single run of sex than Hardcastle. <laughs> Just put every belt on him. Yep. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to see one last Agent Christian match. Yeah. Even if it's just, cool. just one match. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, would, ha- would that be the, the Bucks for me? Yeah, who else? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a FTR, I guess. Mm, I don't. I think the Bucks are heavily inspired by Edge and Chris. You know, I don't think FTR are as much. No, no, the FTR is definitely from the, the uh, an era before where the Bucks are very much that attitude era yeah. style. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think we're just about done here but before we go what match are you most looking forward to Ooh. seeing live in Wembley in person oh. with, with your eyeballs it's, it's gotta be the coffin match <laughs> can you imagine fucking the tag. face I'm making right now <laughs> fucking tag match man that's gonna be the stuff of legend it is I think the one I'm most lo- looking forward to actually seeing because of being there is it's gotta be Stadium Stampede just cause of, oh, yeah. oh uh, fuck yeah that's a good uh, the potential for fucking disaster is high yep and the trios match you know seeing Kenny Hangman and all together <clears> oh there's too many matches like I yep. say if we if we're even able to do a podcast next week I'll be impressed <laughs> might actually get hit by a flying Moxley <laughs> Lean on me. It could happen. As long as it's not a flying Claudio. Jesus. Oh, fuck. We, we didn't speculate who do you think their partners will be. Oh, shit. That's right. Three mystery partners. Uh, I I don't have a clue. You you had a theory. Well, not a theory, Butcher, but a guess. Butcher Blade. Who's the other? How's Danielson recovering? His arm was broken pretty fucking badly. Oh, okay. I, I would He's not. Out. Like, oh, I'm back now to do a fucking stadium stamping match. It's like, Sammy Callahan. Ooh. <laughs> Nick Cage. Oh, fuck. Just broke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're going into the deep, deep end. Just a big CCW fucking mess. Um, oh, wait a club. Matt Cardona. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think, is oh. there any British people? Oh shit! Uh, oh, you might be right. Butcher and Blade and um, Kip Sabian. Yep. Fuck. Aye. Cause like, yeah. Um, yeah, he'd be desperate for a match. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, that's all, Sam. We might be back next week. Very hoarse. Yep. Find out then. <laughs> we'll, definitely, we'll be back sometimes with our thoughts. And we'll be like, I don't remember what happened because it was all just a blur. But yep. uh, see you then. Bye. Bye.